Who here is a fan of cucumbers? Or kid detectives? If so, stick around. And even if you're not, stick around. It's a good episode, I promise. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. I'm broadcasting from the campus of Splendid University in beautiful, wondrous downtown Splendid West Virginia. Home to kid superheroes, time-traveling teens, elementary school-aged space explorers, and so much more. Some people think, you know, the rumor is that the top secret, only for me, keep your hands off experiments of my lab, have something to do with the bizarre happenings in this town, but I can assure you that is absurd. Mostly. I am merely an observer of what wondrous things abound. Now, I do know their stories, tales of splendid youth, and I share those stories with you each and every week. I have two new stories to share this week. Luke lives in a cucumber house. Luke loved cucumbers. He ate a whole cucumber a day from Pawpaw's garden. Pawpaw liked to cut the cucumbers up into slices and sprinkle a little bit of salt on them, but Luke preferred to just grab one and munch away at it as is. Luke loved those crunchy, tasty, healthy treats so much that he often wished to live in a cucumber house. Imagine that. Be careful what you wish for, Pawpaw told him. You might have to eat your way out, and that'd be a lot of cucumber. Little Luke woke the next morning to find his room, and indeed his entire house, transformed into a lush, light green cucumber wonderland. His wish had come true. I live in a cucumber house, Luke said excitedly. This might present a problem, though. He'd have to get out some way. It's a cucumber house. He'd have to eat his way out. No problem there. I could eat a whole house made out of cucumbers, Luke exclaimed. But he soon found that even he could not eat that much cucumber. Pawpaw was right. Pawpaws usually are. Luke would need some help. What kind of animal likes cucumbers? Luke asked. Rabbits! Oh, I wish Mr. Rabbit was stuck in this cucumber house with me. He could help me. Did someone say my name? asked Mr. Rabbit, who was happy to help his friend. Mr. Rabbit liked cucumbers even more than Luke, but Mr. Rabbit soon found out that he could not eat that much cucumber. They would both need some help. What other kind of animal likes cucumbers? Luke asked. Call Sammy the squirrel. She loves green goodies. Call her? How? Luke asked. With your imagination, Mr. Rabbit answered. That's how I got here. Sammy the squirrel 
was happy to help Mr. Rabbit and Luke, but after a while, all of their bellies were full. They would need some more help. Soon Sammy the Squirrel and Mr. Rabbit and Luke the Human were joined by Benny Beetle, Carl the Caterpillar, and the Chipmunk Twins. All of them loved cucumbers, and they were willing to help. And help they did. They ate and ate and ate. Before long, all of their bellies were full, and the house was almost all gone, but not completely. I can't eat another bite, Luke said. All others groaned agreement, holding on to their full bellies. Hey, are you going to finish that giant cucumber? boomed a loud, eager voice from behind. It was Ray. Ray was a raccoon. And Ray was more than willing to help his friends finish that cucumber house. It was gone in no time. The eight friends had worked together to eat an entire house made of healthy and delicious fresh cucumber. That's impressive, Luke's pawpaw bellowed. A whole house made out of cucumber, all by yourself. Not really, replied Luke. I had some help from a few of my friends. You had friends in there with you, huh? Pawpaw questioned. Well, nice work. Fine imagination, too. That's important. Now let's go have some breakfast. Eggs? Bacon? Oh, I'm full, Luke said. That's understandable. Takes a whole lot of bites to eat your way out of a cucumber house, even when you got friends helping you out, doesn't it? Pawpaw said. It sure does. We working in the garden today, Pawpaw? Luke asked. We are. Probably the last of the cucumbers out there, but pumpkins will be coming in soon. Pumpkins? Luke could not contain his excitement. I love pumpkins. Did I ever tell you I really, really want to live in a pumpkin house? Even more than a cucumber house, I do. Pawpaw smiled. Be careful what you wish for. I love cucumbers. Do you like cucumbers? I like them sliced up, a little salt on them, maybe chopped up in a salad. There's few things that I like more than a good cucumber. One of those things is pizza. Do I have any pizza fans out there? I bet I do. You remember Jen, Ben, and Red, don't you? They love pizza. Zar Mysteries. The Case of the Missing Kid Detective. Jen, Ben, and Red were once bad guy and girl pizza thieves known as the Nocturnal Pizza Bandits. Remember that? Then they decided to use their talents for good and to help police catch the ice cream bandit, who awkwardly turned out to be Officer Gaskin's son, Rusty Gaskins. After that, our trio of pizza-loving heroes started their own detective agency called Za Crime Fighters. Za Crime Fighters helped catch Mr. Cool, who stole all the city's water supply and air conditioning in the midst of a sweltering heat wave. They'd helped rescue several lost cats and dogs, too. And they even broke up a ring of students cheating on math tests. 
at the local elementary school. But things had been quiet lately. Splendid had few cases for kid detectives to crack. Until one of their own, Jen, went missing. Ben and Red were on the case. But without Jen, their fearless leader, they would both have to up their game. The last place Jen was seen was at Zanzi's, a pizza place of high regard. The witnesses had also spotted Jen earlier that day at Giovanni's and Donato's and Gaddyland. A couple others. How much pizza could one girl eat? Ben asked, stuffing his face with the delicious hot and ready. Exactly, Red seconded as he devoured a slice of Papa John's in nearly one bite. Ben and Red had a tough time investigating the case without the help of Jen. Honestly, she kind of just told us what to do, Red said. And then we did it, Ben echoed. But then Ben found the first clue close to Zanzi's. It was a pizza box. Dude, that's not a clue. She ate pizza for like every meal, said Red. Maybe you're right, Ben responded. But this is a clue. He held up a policeman's jacket. Wow, and look at this, Red added. Red found an ice cream cone. A pizza box, a policeman's jacket, and an ice cream cone all near the site of where Jen was last seen. Rusty Gaskins. They both screamed it at the same time. The Za crime fighters had busted Rusty as the ice cream bandit months ago. As punishment, Judge Proctor had banned him from ice cream for six months. Rusty never forgave Jen, Ben, and Red and had vowed revenge. It couldn't be him, Officer Gaskins, Rusty's dad, said. He's out of town with his mother. He's been there for over a week. With those clues, though, I'd say somebody was trying to frame him. Well, if it wasn't Rusty, who was it? Ben asked. What about Pearl's Pizza Emporium? Red asked. Remember how mad the owner got when Jen said it was the only pizza in town that she couldn't stomach? Jen said it on the news and on her podcast, and she hired that skywriter? I'll question Pearl, Officer Gaskins promised. The next day at school, Ben and Red were particularly excited because it was pizza day. What kid doesn't love pizza day? They waited in line until it was their turn, and lunch lady Linda snarled angrily at them. Where's your friend, the one who started the petition to make every day pizza day? She disappeared. Ben answered. Oh, that's too bad, Linda replied. Um, that was super suspicious, Red whispered. Ben replied, her Salisbury steak is super suspicious. Let's eat this pizza. Who could it be? Was Officer Gaskins just covering for his son, Rusty, who was always up to no good? Was Pearl of Pearl's Pizza Emporium angry enough to do the unthinkable? Or was Lunch Lady Linda the culprit? Suddenly, Jen appeared. She was back. Jen! Her partners and crime shouted. Are you okay? Ben asked. I'm fine, but I could really go for some Pearl's Pizza right now, Jen answered. 
You feeling okay? Red asked. You don't like Pearl's Pizza. Jen grew angry. I love Pearl's Pizza. It's the only pizza I'll eat. She's been pizza brainwashed, Red whispered. Ben and Red both shared their concerns with Officer Gaskins, and he also had a bad feeling about Pearl. They needed proof, though. I know what we have to do, Red insisted. He grabbed Ben and whisked him away to Zanzi's and Giovanni's and Papa John's and Domino's, where they stocked up on a dozen delicious pizzas. Red's plan worked. Jen was unable to resist the pepperoni-topped temptations. One piece led to another, and then another, and eventually all of her favorite pizza treats broke her out of the spell Pearl had her under. Once Jen was back to being her old self, she remembered it all and gave Officer Gaskins the final piece of the puzzle he needed to arrest Pearl and shut down her shoddy pizza place for good. Thanks, guys, Jen said, hugging them both. I guess I taught you both pretty good, didn't I? Pearl won't be causing any problems again. Far away, many states away, in fact, Rusty Gaskin stared at a text message sent to him from Pearl at Pearl's Pizza Emporium. It read, Your plan is foiled. I've been arrested. Pizza place closed. Better luck next time. Rusty was angry. I may have failed this time, but I'll get you, Jen, Ben, and Red, if it's the last thing I do. That's all for this week. Listeners, thank you for joining us once again. Tune in next week for It Came from the splendid swamplands. What, you ask? Well, you'll just have to tune in to see. In the meantime, be good to each other and have a wild and wonderful week. Make it a little weird, too. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm Professor Theo. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a Pez dispenser. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.